It is 7.04, lines, of course, already wide open, 416-870-6400, star 640 on sell. You have severance concerns, you have employment concerns, you just got sacked early part of January. Don't know if that's really started yet, Dave, but we'll find out. Dave Vaughn here, associate from uh, Lior's firm, as always on a Monday night, taking your calls and doing the show, handling all the heavy work. And uh, we always like to start uh, with the week that was. Pal, how are you? Pretty good. Uh, thanks, John. Uh, I should uh, say, yeah, there haven't been a lot of terminations yet, I don't think. No. Uh, I think uh, most companies take uh, a couple weeks off, thankfully. Before the axe drops, right? They, they nice. do, but uh, yeah. unfortunately it does start up quite uh, quite heavily uh, mid-January, so um, the, we're going to see that uh, starting soon. Um, first case I want to talk about today was uh, a case where an employee was let go after only six months of service. So a relatively short uh, short service employee, and uh, you're probably thinking, okay, there's not much of a severance entitlement there. He was only right. there for half a year, right? Uh, and when they uh, let him go, the employer actually offered him uh, four weeks' pay, so about a month's worth of pay. Um, th- this probably wasn't sufficient, even if it's a six-month employee, because he was 42 years old and a sales manager, so it was a relatively senior mm-hmm. position. But the uh, the additional wrinkle here was he was recruited away from another job. Okay. So he was actually employed from, with this other company for about five years. Ah. Um, the uh, the employer reached out to him uh, a couple times um, while he was employed here. Um, and he said, no, I'm not interested. I'm happy yep. where I am. They kept coming back to him, uh, kept increasing the salary mm-hmm. uh, that they were going to give him, kept uh, you know, making representations basically that you know, if you come over here, you're going to have a, you know, a secure job. We know that you're worried about that. So come over here. You're, you're going to be safe here. Um, we're going to uh, make a lot of money together. Stuff Sweeten like the that. pot. Yeah. Exactly. And they kept doing it. And eventually he met with them. Uh, and after uh, some negotiations on the salary and whatnot, um, he accepted employment. And, um, you know, six months later, unfortunately, they let him go. So he gave up this job he had for five years and then to go over to this new company, and then they just let him go. But that's inducement, right? It is. It's called inducement. And, um, you know, when we look at the the amount of severance pay someone's owed, we always talk about age, years of service, position. Mm -hmm. In this case, you may say it's only six months of employment. How much does he get, right? But uh, in this type of case, when there is inducement, the courts will consider um, that other job, that other previous employment of five yeah. years, right? And you may not get a full notice period or mm-hmm. a full severance package based on you know the five years of service, um, but you can definitely increase the amount of severance you're you're you know you're able to uh, recover uh, in these types of situations. And uh, we actually resolved this uh, just through some informal negotiations. It co- took a couple weeks. And we were able to get him a severance package of uh, about four months of severance. Wow. So because, you know, their lawyer did recognize that this was a, a real concern for them and a serious issue that uh, a court is going to look at this and say, mm-hmm. that's not fair that you could just, you know, recruit him over, induce him to come over, and then just let him go with, uh, you know, four weeks of pay. So he basically tripled what he got over a couple yeah. weeks, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's important here. Uh, the lesson here really is that uh, just because you're a short service person doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get a, a low severance package. It could be the other way around, proportionally bigger for the R- amount of service, That's right. right. That's you correct. And, and one of the uh, incidents where that comes up is inducement. Um, right. There are others that we've talked about before, you know, senior position, yep. uh, non-competition clauses or restrictive covenants, um, things like that. But in this case, it, inducement was the key factor mm-hmm. here. So uh, there's no way he would have gotten a four-month notice period without that inducement. What else you got going on? Another one was a constructive dismissal, and I, I resolved this case at mediation. 
Um, and as we know, as the listeners know, a constructive dismissal occurs when the employer makes a significant change to the terms and conditions of employment. Uh, in many cases, it's pay, a reduction in salary or a reduction in co- uh, commissions or mm-hmm. reduction in hours. Uh, a demotion would be a constructive sure. dismissal. In this case, um, pay remained the same, job title the same, duties the same, hours the same. Location was changed. Right, I was going to say. Yeah, because uh, that, that's another classic uh, constructive dismissal situation. So he had worked in Toronto for about 15 years downtown. Uh, from what I understood, he walked or took the TTC to work. So relatively close, obviously. Yes. Yeah. They told him that he's going to have to uh, switch out or transfer out to Milton. <laughs> yeah. this, Not happening. This guy didn't have a car. No, no way. Right? He, he gets around with the TTC uh. and walks. So uh, they told him, you know, thanks for your 15 years uh, downtown, but uh, we're going to switch you out to Milton. Um, obviously, he that's not acceptable. He no. he couldn't handle that. He's not going to go buy a car and start travel. You know, and he ain't walking to Milton. <laughs> yeah, he's not Forrest Gump. No, he's <laughs> not. Um, unfortunately, right. But um, so we uh, we alleged constructive dismissal, yep. and um, we were able to uh, recover a severance package based on his uh, you know his full entitlements, which is uh, in this case was right around fifteen months of severance right. pay. So if they'd gone from say Toronto to North Etobicoke, or maybe the you know the the border of Mississauga, maybe not far enough, but Milton's a a good hike, Milton right? Milton was an easy one. I yeah. mean, this was a pretty no. blatant case of constructive dismissal, right. and it's tough to say uh, what 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 like does Oshawa count? Does Mississauga right. count? It's tough to say. It depends on the circumstances. Depends on the individual circumstances. This person was interesting because they didn't have a car. Yeah. Right. Um, if you move it from uh, you know Etobicoke to Brampton. And the guy's got a car. Well, it's, it's not tough. as big of a deal, right. right? But it really does depend on the circumstances in the, in the situation. We'll take a, a short break. Your phone calls, phones are wide open, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Just getting warmed up here. The Employment Hour right here, Talk Radio, AM 640. 713 on your Monday evening. Yeah, phones are wide open. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you here tonight. Uh, voice your concerns. Get them answered. Got uh, Phil. Hi, Phil. How are you, pal? I'm all right. How are you guys? Good. What's your concern? Happy New Year, by the Happy way. Happy New Year to you as well. Oh, thank you. Um, I've been with a company, a uh, large uh, distribution company, for 20 years. And uh, we're closing down uh, our warehouse. They're going up to um, uh, Vaughn. Anyways, we got our notice in uh, in November telling us uh, how much we're going to get for our severance and uh, our SPS contribution, right? So anyways... After Christmas, a couple of weeks later, they come up with another letter telling us we're extending your employment for another week, but you can't uh, contribute for uh, 2016 RSPs. Now, I'm just wondering if they could do that. Phil, are you, uh, so did you accept their severance package? Well, we have no choice because they're closing down the warehouse. Are they closing down the entire business? Yes, they are. Well, they're moving uh, their business up to uh, Vaughn because they're going robotic. Okay, so you're not going to be working there anymore. No, I'm not. Okay. And you were there for 20 years? Yes. It's a union shop, by the way. Oh, it is a union. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, if you weren't unionized, um, you know, a three-month notice period is nowhere near good enough. No, it's, no, that's abysmal. I mean, how old are you, Phil? Uh, 57. 57. And what was your position? Uh, it's General Warehouse. General Warehouse. So, I mean, you could get you know, upwards of 20 months of severance pay if you weren't unionized. Um, the fact that you're unionized, you have to, uh, obviously you're bound by what the union negotiates for you. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, in terms of dealing with that issue with the RSP, you're just gonna have to speak with your union rep and see what they can figure out for you. Well, they said they can't do anything about it. 
yeah, yeah, then there's not much you can do. You can't you can't go outside the union as far as legal representation. Like uh, you know, Dave here can't help you no matter what. No. no matter how pretty he is, he can't help you with anything, right? <laughs> All right. So I'm screwed. In other words, well. <laughs> Okay, your words on ours, but there you go. You're right. You're bound by the uh, the CBA, my friend. Phil, thanks for calling. Uh, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell lines. are open. want to give us a call like Phil did. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, under the banner of most common questions we get asked every day, I'll go through these and you can uh, expand on sure. those. Um, I didn't do anything wrong. Can my employer terminate my employment? And this is actually the most uh, yep. common question we get. And actually, um, it, it's the thing that comes up most. Yeah. How um, dare. We'll talk to someone about their severance package, explain to them, uh, you know, that employers can let you go for whatever reason they want. They just have to provide you with an appropriate severance package, and we'll go over what that is. Um, And then, you know, the... uh, the employee always comes back to, but I didn't do anything wrong, or I was, yeah. you know, I was the the best employee they had, yeah. um, you know, that had the best sales numbers. Um, unfortunately, your employer can let you go, terminate your employment for whatever reason they want, um, as that lo- as long as it doesn't breach human rights legislation. Yep. So it can't be because of your age or your uh, your gender or something like that. But um, so they can let you go for whatever reason they want. They just have to provide you with severance pay. Yeah, That's yeah, their I mean, only obligation. Yeah, we often joke about that, Lior, for the last couple of years. You drive a blue car, they like people with red cars, they can actually let you go for that they reason. They can. Now, I know Lior uses that example yeah, a lot. I've never silly. actually seen that <laughs> No, happen, I don't though. think you will. <laughs> so I am waiting for that phone call. <laughs> if you work for Hot Wheels, beware. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as long as appropriate severance is, is given, then they can let you go for any reason. So you tell people off, you know, once they get over that hump, don't worry about that part. That's in the rear of your mirror. Look forward to what you should be properly getting. That's what your focus yeah, should be. It's yeah, it's all, I mean, once the, the employer makes it, decision to let you go right. the decision has to be you know you have to look at what's happening in the future yep. what severance am i owed um how do i protect uh, myself and my family's financial mm-hmm. position moving forward because uh unfortunately worrying about why they let you go or the unfairness of the reasons yep. is just a waste of time gotcha uh we're gonna get to the next one uh, most common questions we get asked every day uh, number two would be how much severance do i get so uh, as the uh, listeners uh would know the regular listeners, the uh, three main factors we look at are age, length of service, position. Um, The fourth factor is the availability of similar employment opportunities. And what those factors are supposed to predict is how long it should take you to find a new job Mm -hmm. if you're you're making good faith efforts to find new work. And uh, that's because severance is uh, designed to bridge the gap of unemployment. Right. So, it's supposed uh, to hold you over until you find your next gig, right? Yeah, that's right. So there's a view out there that you know, the older you are, the longer you've been there, and the more senior or specialized your role, um, the longer it'll take you to get new work and the greater the severance package. Right. Um, for your specific uh, entitlement, you can give us a call, and we can, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I can discuss that with you, or you can check out the uh, severance pay calculator. Severancepaycalculator.com. That's and it's like right. you said, three simple pieces of information. 30 seconds, you'll get a number. And, uh, you know, we often say don't be shocked by the number. It's actually correct. It's not a week per year, two weeks per year. Those those numbers don't apply in the real world, right? No, there's no strict formula with respect right. to uh, length of service. Uh, age is key, um, and as is position, uh, the seniority of the position. Well, I get a phone call in quickly before we take a break. Got uh, Ryan. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Hi, are uh, security guards treated differently under the uh, in Ontario? Because I've got two and a half years, yep. thirty-one yep. years old. Uh, we were given two weeks working notice and no uh, nothing else. So, and you were given two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good enough. That's the minimum standards under the Employment Standards Act. Um, so given your age, years of service, and position, you would be entitled from somewhere between 
three to four months of severance pay as opposed to just two weeks. So uh, there's a pretty big difference there. So with security guards, there's no difference. They sort of implied that, you know, if they lose the contract. No, there's no difference between security guards. Well, you're not a contract employer. You're a hired hired employee, right? No, no, no. no, uh, Yeah. No, no difference whatsoever, Ryan. Um, You're an employee in Ontario. Um, Assuming you're a... uh, you know, a uh, provincially regulated uh, right. employee, you'd get your, that's your ESA minimums, the two weeks. And regardless of whether you're provincially or federally regulated, you're entitled to common law severance pay. Um, for you, that'd be about three to four months of pay. Three to four months, not yeah. two weeks. Exactly. Yeah, so it's a pretty yeah. big difference. Now, the notice counts. They get credit for the notice. So, yeah, three to four months minus two weeks, Minus right? two weeks. Yeah. But that's still a pretty big difference, Ryan. So yeah. uh, if this happened recently in the last two years, you should give us a call. And, uh, Ryan, please do so. one 821 5900 Again, if you want to check the number for accuracy, go to severancepaycalculator.com. We'll take a short break here. Your phone call is coming right up. We've got some open lines. Uh, 870-6400-STAR-640. Dave Vaughn from the firm answering all your questions here tonight. 416-870-6400-STAR-640 on set. As always, back to the phone calls. Uh, Justin, thanks for hanging in, fella. How are you? Not too bad. How are you doing? Good, sir. What's uh, what's your concern? Okay, so I got a bit of a convoluted story for mm-hmm. you. Um, for 12 years, I was employed with a company. Um, for it, It's a production firm. Um, I worked my way up from the ground to all the way to logistics manager. Um, and I had several other um, hats that I wore as well. It was a small company. Now, one of my immediate managers was my brother-in-law up until about two years ago. He then became general manager. Uh, he and I have never seen eye to eye early. Um, and there was always someone there to kind of mediate mm-hmm. between us to make it decent work to be able to work there. Um, so long story short, he took over as general manager. I was promised, uh, you know, a raise because we were going to move up. Long story short, none of that happened. I developed an illness while I was there um, and while I was being diagnosed and trying different medications. Um, I was doing my due diligence with my direct manager, who was no longer my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, I was then, you know, uh, given such a hard time about it. Uh, I had my job threatened as a result from my brother-in-law, um, even though I was telling my immediate manager every day the, the issues I was having, um, the, you know, all, everything. And um, so eventually it got to be where the stress from the workplace uh, made me have to take a leave um, just because it it made my illness so much worse. And then uh, so I was off. And then while I was off, actually, I found out that uh, my brother-in-law and my sister split. And then he took um, a demotion at work. And so if I were to go back to work, I would then he would then be my immediate manager. So this is just uh, obviously it's a, it's a situation that I just I can't go back to. Justin, you're currently on leave now. Yes, uh, well, I I found employment elsewhere at the moment. Okay, so is uh, that just, be- yeah. just because I couldn't mm-hmm. like I can't go on living without income. Right. Um. So what have you submitted a medical note to this company? Like, do they know uh, you're yeah, working well, elsewhere? I was on um medical leave EI. Yeah. So I, I had all the doctor's notes. I had all that stuff. Um, they knew I was on leave. And um, as far as they're concerned, I'm still on leave. Um, you know, and they wanted me to start going through um, long-term disability. Yeah. Are you but, earning I mean, similar money? To Is your new job paying the same amount of money? Absolutely not. 
No, much it's less? Almost, almost cut in half, yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought that would be the case. Um, so the situation you've dealt with uh, basically is workplace harassment and poisoned work environment, it sounds like. Mostly, yeah. And I, I was harassed by other employees. Yeah. Uh, previously, that at the time, those were dealt with, uh, you know, some better than others. But right. um, it, it was just this and that. And, I mean, it was just it made the stress so much worse and it made my condition so much worse yeah if if harassment uh, if you're being harassed in the workplace that can constitute a constructive dismissal um especially if it's causing you to be to not be able to work and require a a medical leave or a sick leave Mm -hmm. um and and given your 12 years of service i mean you could have be entitled to a severance package of you know at 12 months upwards of that um so what you should do is give me a call tomorrow um, because this is, like you say, this is a, a complicated uh, situation you're dealing with, and we'll yeah. figure out how to handle this properly. Uh, that'd be great. Okay. Justin, that number, uh, again, is one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. We'll squeeze in uh, Baker here before we break. Hi, Baker. Uh, hey, guys. Um, I was just wondering, um, if I was to want to open an, my own business and be an employer, and I'll say owning a dump truck and hiring drivers, yeah, um, I was wondering to give everybody a fair shake and be you know a good upstanding guy. What sort of formula, first of all, would I please be looking at to, if I have employees, should the business go south or whatever? What are my responsibilities mm-hmm. and what kind of plan should I have in place to make sure that I've got enough of the severance saved up so I'm not hit with a big bill? Right. And I wonder if you could please discuss the difference between and when it comes to driving a part time employee, a full time employee, compared to also a broker. Okay. So, yeah, there's a couple of things to consider. There are a couple of things you brought up. Um, the, the first decision is, are they employees or are they you know, independent contractors? Right. Right. That's what I'm interested to know. Like, what are the pros and cons of it when it comes to your responsibilities for severance pay? And, so, you know, because I want to be fair to them, and I, but I want to be fair to myself, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, what's the best direction? To go? Yeah, of course. So you're not going to owe them any severance pay if they're a true independent contractor. But if that's the case... Um, you would have to allow them to to work elsewhere, and they would have to, in fact, work at, at many other places. Um, and you really can't control their work. Um, you can't control when they do their work. Uh, so that's the downside of the independent uh, hiring independent contractors. The best uh, the best way to do it, in my view, is to hire employees, but have them sign contracts that you know stipulate their their severance pay. And usually, it'd be a week or two weeks per year of service. Uh, and you could actually limit it to the Employment Standards Act minimums. And then that's in your contract. So you know when you let someone go, you know exactly how much you have to give them. Now, when you let them go, if you if you like them, if you want to be a nice guy, like you've said, you can give them more than that, than the contract. But uh, best practice, it is, it is best to limit it um, to the Employment Standards Act minimum. So you know exactly how much um, termination pay you owe if you've let them go. Okay, thanks. Great. And that's interesting because I often will, will be speaking with others and, and they say, well, I'm an independent contractor. Yep. But, I, but they all work for the same person, the same guy, you know, seven days a week and they're responsible to him. So I think that people are sort of fudging the actual definition of independent contractor. It happens all the time, Baker. Yeah. know what it means. Yeah, those, yeah, guys, those guys do not sound like independent contractors if they're if No, they're they working, wouldn't be. You know. And you get yourself into problems there, Baker, because you think that you're allowed to let them go by giving them no severance pay, no notice of termination, and then they're going to turn around and allege that, no, I wasn't actually an independent contractor. Yeah. I worked. I was dependent on this guy. Either I was an employee or a dependent contractor, and I get severance pay. And right. I get the same severance pay as if I was an employee. So get those contracts in place. 
pay them as an employee, um, and you'll be able to limit the uh, the severance they're owed. More on that coming up, and more of your phone calls as well. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. We'll get back to your calls here in just a moment. Got our pal Dave Vaughn from the uh, firm doing the Monday nights here on the Employment Hour 735. Get right back to the phone calls. Bev, we appreciate you hanging through the break. How are you? Good. Thank you. Good. What's your concern? Um, I'm calling on behalf of my daughter. Uh, she's 28 years old. She works or did work for a dental office for five years full time as a dental assistant. Um, the, peop- the owners have now sold the practice and the business as of January 16th. New owners apparently are taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, so he took everybody off the payroll as of uh, December 31st, and now everybody is working as a temp until the new owners take over. Uh, January 16th. Um, there was real no formal notice. Uh, they found out the practice was sold, so they asked the owner, and then he had to, to confess, to, not confess, but talk about it. And um, she's expecting. She's expecting June 2nd, and the current owner is aware of that, and she doesn't know if the new owners, um, you know, she has no guarantee that the new owners are going to take on all the employee current employees right so she's just wondering uh what happens okay so has she been told by the previous owner that she she's been let go like is there a termination letter no uh they've got the record of employment okay now and there hasn't been an offer of employment yet um from the the purchaser no okay well this is a termination. Um, the mm-hmm. old employer, uh, the old business, terminated your daughter's employment. Right. Um, and in the normal course would owe her severance pay based on her age, years of service, and position. And um, your daughter would probably get right around five or six months of severance pay. Holy now, okay. the reason she wouldn't get that, though, is if the new business or the new owner offers her the same position and the same the same role, the same pay, right? Um, because then she wouldn't have any damages, as we call it, because um, you know she the the uh, gap of unemployment has been bridged because she has a new job, right? Right. So it, it all depends on whether she's going to get an offer of employment or whether she does get an offer of employment from the new company. Okay, so she kind of has to wait until the sixteenth. Apparently, they're meeting the new owners tomorrow. Okay, um, I have a feeling she'll probably find out tomorrow whether there's going to be an offer. Now, she should make sure it's a, it's the same. You know, on the same terms and conditions, so the same pay, uh, you know, similar, substantially similar hours, right. uh, the same role. Um, a lot of time, owners, uh, when you know a new company comes in here, especially with the, you know, I see it with dental practices, um, medical practices, medical yeah. practices, these smaller businesses run by professionals, and they they have their own way of doing things. So they'll make a lot of changes right. um, to the way the business run, and you know that's their prerogative. But your daughter doesn't necessarily have to accept those changes uh, if it you know results in a substantial change to her um, job. Bev, did she uh, did she sign an employment contract uh, in the outset five years ago? She did. She did. Okay. Well. Okay. Then, okay. Well, if he, if 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 a new one's put in front of her with this new owner, they should call. You, she should call you first before she signs it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that yeah. is what's going to happen tomorrow um, okay. when they meet the new owner. I have a feeling that the new owner is going to um, provide a new employment agreement right. and be careful and uh, tell your daughter to be careful because a lot you know that owner's probably uh, had some legal advice and will probably try to get uh, your daughter to sign something that basically says that uh, they can let her go with uh, you know one week per year of service or, and really take away a lot of that severance pay. Right, okay. Okay. And the fact that she's expecting, I guess, doesn't matter if the guy sells and a new people to take over. They don't have to offer employment? 
No, they don't have to offer employment. Just uh, your daughter would be entitled to severance pay um, as against the old owner. Now, the fact that she's expecting may increase the amount of severance pay she's entitled to just because it's going to be more difficult for her to find a new job. Yes, that's her concern. Um, Exactly, because that's one of the factors we consider is the availability of similar work. Right. And it's not not always easy to get a new, new job if... Uh, employers know you know you're pregnant and are likely going to take uh, you know a, a year maternity leave exactly. um, in the near future. So, um, having you, said that, if they let her go because of that reason, well, that would be obviously a you know, human, human rights, rights code of violation. Code of violation. Right. But right. It doesn't sound like that's the no. situation here. No. Um, so um, you know, tell your daughter to go in, meet the new owner. Um, you know, listen to the information they have to provide, get the term or the uh, employment agreement, and then give us a call. Bev, the number is one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Write that down again. Don't sign that agreement till these guys, uh, till Dave looks at it here. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. James, I see you there. Hang on the line. Uh, other lines are open. We'll take a quick break. Lots more coming up here. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Star six forty on sale. It's the employment hour. Right here, Talk Radio AM 640. Yes, we have open lines. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Star six forty. On Sal, would love to hear from you for the remainder. Got about uh, 15 minutes plus to get through and uh, have your questions answered by Dave here from the firm. Got to James. James, thanks for hanging through the break, pal. What's up? Turn your radio all the way down if you can. Thank you. Uh, I just want to preface this thing. You guys have a great show. But I kind of have a question that sort of confuses me because mm-hmm. I did look at the severance pay calculator. Okay. And what it, my, my specific question is, is severance basically calculated by, by tenureship and, and a percentage of income, or how did how do you quantify an actual position? For example, if you're upper management, mid management, or just for example, customer service. Uh, that's the hard part I sort of get done to understand when it comes to sort of age and and what position you are as opposed to to level of service and tenureship. Right. Um, so, um, so age, mm-hmm. years of service, position. Those are the three factors we consider, James. And um, in terms of age, it's the older you are, the longer you, you know, the longer you get, the more severance you get. So, how old are you? Forty-three, right? The, yeah. The particular yeah. company I've been working for is has been nineteen years, but let's say I was twenty-three. Like, like I'm trying to just sort of. If you had, if you were twenty-three and had nineteen years of service, there'd be something going on. No, I didn't mean it in that way. I'm just yeah. trying to. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just trying to understand, like, okay, let's say, for example, I was I was 53 and I have 19 years of service. Would I get different? If yes. You would get a greater severance package if you had the 19 years of service, the same position, and you were 53 as opposed to 43. And, so age increases have... the severance package. Length of service increases the severance package. And position does. And when we speak about position, because I can tell that's what's uh, – that's one of the uh, other uh, factors you're having trouble with. It's the seniority of the position and um, the how specialized it is, how senior it is. What's okay, your position, well, James? What are you? Well, right now I'm a, I'm a team lead at a call center, which is basically mid-management. So I have, okay. I have two managers above me. So just trying to, like, legally how to, how to quantify that. Yeah, so, that's a, so you supervise people? Correct. I have a... Uh, five direct reports to the, that report to me. Yeah, okay. you can use the calculator. There's a middle manager position on there and your age and your length of employment. I just looked at it. So you can use the severance pay. It'll give you a range. Okay, so that there is lower management, mid-management, upper management. Like, I just wanted to know. Like, I believe there's also a supervisory one too, yep. right? 
So, and, and you can actually, you can, uh, you know, you can try a few different ones. You can say, okay, if I'm considered supervisory, maybe I don't know. I don't know what my position is. Mm-hmm. If I'm supervisory, what do I get? Does it change it if I'm middle management or lower management? And you can, uh, you can test that out and just see what the different ranges are. Um, but a team leader position, like you say, you're middle management. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, type it in and uh, see what it gives you. And James, once you do that, there is also a button at the bottom. You can uh, you can have it sent to Lior and his team, and they'll uh, they'll give you a call and they'll go through it once again. Yeah, uh, in earnest, so you can get an actual uh, number if they uh, dig a little deeper. But it's a, it's a great ballpark. It's a great uh, great tool to get uh, you know figure out what your severances be. Most people are shocked. They get on there, they figure they get two weeks a year, and all of a sudden, like uh, you know, they'll have se- seven months and not even know it. Right? Yeah, a lot of the time, I'll speak to people and they don't believe it. Right? They don't believe what the severance yeah. calculator says, and yet we have to explain it to them. And then they ask, well, where do you get this information from? Right. And we get it from, from previous court cases. Sure. Um, and you know, there's been court cases, court cases for years that have addressed these issues, the appropriate amount of severance pay based on these factors. So um, it, it's based on the court cases that, uh, that we know, that we read, that are applicable in Ontario. Again, severancepaycalculator.com. We were talking about the most common questions we get asked every day. And I think number three in the list as we are working down here is, uh, what do I do if my employer doesn't pay me enough severance? Well, first and foremost, ensure you do not sign the termination letter. Yeah, right. Okay, that's, yeah, because that does happen sometimes. We'll speak to someone and they, uh, you know, they explain their situation and then they tell you, "Oh yeah, I signed it. I, yeah. I returned it. I've to been them. paid. Yeah. I've been paid. I accepted this. This happened six months ago." So make sure you do not sign the termination letter. Uh, it does not matter how much your employer pressures you mm-hmm. um, or how much they t- you, know, you think it's a fair offer. Um, it can't hurt to contact our firm and have us review that with you. Again, another one you also get uh, a lot of the time is, you know, my severance letter says I have to accept by such and such a date, Friday at 5 or else. What do I do? Yeah, very, very common issue because um, when employers let people go, um, they're going to inevitably put a deadline on it, and it's usually a week. And unfortunately, a week is not a lot of time when something like this has happened to you. You've just lost your job. You have other things to take care of. You're not necessarily um, focused solely on getting this uh, letter back and having it reviewed. It's your state so, of mind, right? Yeah, and it's, a, it's an upsetting, it's an emotional time. So um, do not worry about the deadline. Um, don't let that pressure you. Um, make sure you get it reviewed. You have two years legally, right? To, to You do, and your, your entitlements, your legal entitlements do not decrease or they're not reduced um, mm-hmm. after that deadline. So uh, and if it makes you feel better, just tell your employer, you know what, I'm going to need more time. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, in no circumstances should you let one of these deadlines, these artificial arbitrary deadlines, um, you know, limit you and, uh, you know, dissuade you from going after a fair severance package. We'll take uh, Steve here before we break. Hey, Steve, how are you? Good. How about yourself? Good. Guys? What is going on? Not too much. Not too much. About a year and a half ago, I was let go from a company. I contacted your office, I spoke with one of the girls, and I was told to get a consultation with one of the lawyers. I had to put up a $250 fee. Is that okay. correct? I have no idea. Depends who you oh. talk to, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Is that what happened to you? Yeah, because I, I talked to your office. Yeah. I called. I left a message on the answer machine. I got a call back. I explained the situation. and uh, So you were let go from your job, Steve? Yes, I was. Okay, how many years of service did you have? 14 years. 14 years, and what? And uh, how old are you? I'm 53. 53, and what was your position? Uh, basically, I was a driver. Okay, um, and what were you offered? Nothing. Nothing? What, were, you, were you terminated for cause? Uh, just uh, my separation papers said dismissed. 
And they didn't pay you any termination pay? Nope. Okay. Well, Steve, give me a call um, tomorrow, and uh, we can talk about this situation. It's been it, yeah. You're still under time because you got up to, to uh, we just said two years to pursue your entitlements. Yeah, right? exactly. So, so I'd he's be happy to, get to speak with you, Steve. Yeah, we'll see what happened uh, as well. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred is that number, Steve. We'll take a short break here. Your phone call still got about ten minutes to get us here in the show. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on Sal Employment Hour Talk Radio AM six forty. Yeah, four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on Sal. You got some time to get through here. And give us a call. We'd love to talk to you in the last uh, few minutes of the show. Bob, how are you, pal? I'm good, thanks. Good, sir. What's your concern? Well, I'm I'm middle management at this uh, company, so I have both sides. Is I have a budget, but I have employees. So I basically the a school. I work with a school that has its own transportation company within it, and the the, the employees are the drivers. And they drive uh, students around to various activities. So here's the scenario is you drive to the city, and it's, a, say, a 12-hour run with a contractor, uh, outside source that we do sometimes because we don't have the ability to do it. If that's a 12-hour run, you'll pay that bus company about 50 bucks an hour. So the billing would be for, like, 600 bucks for the day. Now, when you take that, internal because the drivers are now employees they would like you to drive down do the drop and then basically you'll actually only get because there's no safety issues for the kids or anything that you can come back and they'll actually only want to pay you for four hours okay so what's your concern why are you only why why wouldn't you be paid for the 12 hours they're, are they working the 12 hours? Well, there's, there's different times. This is the time of when there's safety issues with the, with the children. So if, say, the kids go to a ski resort, the driver needs to stay. So the driver will stay for those eight hours. And they'd be paid for that time, right? Yeah. That's correct. Right. Now, because they're working. Not safety. They'll want, you know, say if it's 10 hours, you're going to drive, say, an hour and a half to the city, depending on traffic. And uh, you go, and they'll say, you get, you got to go home now and come back, and we're going to pay you two and two. So well, they're not paying for that chunk of time in between because it's not a, quote-unquote, a safety concern. Right. Wow. Because, yeah, there's no, no, no accidents are going to happen because the kids are at a debate. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Well, not normally. Yeah. So, so Yeah. <laughs> The bus drivers need to be paid for the, the time they work. So there's okay. no obligation to pay them for time they're not working. Okay. Okay. Plain and simple. That's all you got to do. You have any more concerns? Uh, no problem. one 821 We've got a couple minutes left here. We're going through our questions. They're the most common questions we get asked every day. Uh, my employer says that I'm on a quote-unquote temporary layoff. What can I do? If you've never been laid off before um, and your contract of employment or your employment agreement doesn't provide for a temporary layoff, uh, you can treat your employment as having been terminated. Um, A temporary layoff is a termination unless you've been laid off before. There's a uh, contractual provision that allows it. Um, So you'd you'd have the same entitlements to severance pay as if you were just terminated, as if your uh, employment was terminated. Um, So... You should contact uh, our firm to discuss it because it's important to act quickly when this happens. 
Um, you want to tell them, the employer, that you don't accept this temporary layoff and that you're treating your employment as having been terminated. If you don't do that and they call you back to work, then you've accepted layoffs. Um, so then, you know, a couple of weeks later, a couple months later, they can do it again. And then you've been laid off in the past. So it's not a termination. Right. You've accepted it at that point. Yeah. Right? So the Employment Standards Act does allow for layoffs um, for 13 weeks or uh, 35 if benefits uh, are continued. But it can still be a termination if you've never been laid off in the past or uh, it's not in your contract. So. Someone feels like they're being harassed. What's the first thing they should do? At work, because we had a call like that earlier tonight, right? Yeah, the first thing to do is uh, speak to the person, the, you know, the harasser, uh, and tell them it's it's unwanted. It's uh, you don't appreciate Take it. Take it inside first, stop. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you should also let your uh, human resources department know or manager know. A lot of the times, though, uh, as uh, as you know, John, um, it is the manager that's doing the harassing, right? right? Or a supervisor. Um, and sometimes in sm- uh, smaller companies, this actually can be the you know the owner or the top person there. Um, that becomes very difficult. So um, if there's no one to go to, if there's no human resources or manager that you can go to mm-hmm. um, to, to effectively deal with it, um, you should contact uh, a lawyer to discuss the matter because, like I've said, harassment uh, can amount to constructive dismissal. Yeah. So the employer has to uh, you know, prevent harassment. You got it. Yep. Until next time, your phone calls one 821 5900 That's the number to get a hold of Lior or simply Lior, L-I-O-R. At employmenthour.com, you got a few minutes on hand. Check out Severance Pay Calculator as well. Till next time, that'll be Wednesday right here at 7 o'clock. The Employment Hour Talk Radio, AM 640.